entertained? Are you not entertained? Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our life. Welcome to the French Press Podcast. It's episode 401. And it's Tuesday, April 12th. 2022. Wow, I think that needs a little needs a little help. The intro there, Nicholas. Um, I don't think we'll let you redo it, but maybe the listeners can give some feedback on how how it could be improved. Um, anyway, today's a little different episode. Layton is is gone, um, gone for good for this episode. Anyway, he. <laughs> I'm not sure exactly what all was going on, but he said he's got lots going on, and he just can't couldn't make today's episode. Um, Jeff, unfortunately, is also not here, but we do have someone else special. Maybe we'll let him introduce himself. So, welcome to the podcast, and uh, tell us about yourself. Hi, guys. My name's Jason. Um, I enjoy listening to the podcast. Um, I have to agree, Nicholas, that was not as good as Layton usually does it. Um, I don't know. Maybe I should have kept the Tuesday note a little bit longer. Yeah, about ten times longer. Yeah, and you have to uh, make your voice a lot more raspy. And is this better? No, more, more yelling like a battle cry. Uh, Tuesday. No, uh, <sighs> practice at home. Okay, get your wife to give you some uh, some tips. She can maybe help you out. and okay. listen to you. Anyway, we do have some good topics for today, though. I uh, I was at the dentist just within the last couple weeks, three weeks probably, and I they have a new tooth filling um, process. It's really different from the last time when I got a cavity filled. Hmm. So I want, want to share about that a little bit. And then I also started a new video series, new training video series. It's called... Profile photos for dummies, and it basically just walks you through how to set up a profile photo. <laughs> is this is, uh, something that you're creating? Yes, or, or something you're imbibing? No, no, no. It's something that I'm, I'm creating. Hmm. That the world needs this. Yeah, my mm-hmm. family in particular needs it. Oh my! And then uh, Nick has a campfire tip for us. Mm-hmm. So those are so, at least three of the things that we got going on. Jeff, did you have anything? Or I mean, Jason. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot! The cat's out of the bag. Did you have anything you wanted to bring to the table? Guys, I'm actually Jeff. My voice turned into Jason's voice today. Uh, I was sick last week. That w- that's why we canceled ultimately. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And then uh, the sickness carried over the weekend uh, into uh, me losing my voice. So that's what that's what's uh, what's up here. Hmm. Uh, no, we could talk maybe just like very, very briefly about Telegram and why we like it. Yeah. Instead of group me, the world needs to know that group me should die. Yeah. We've already switched our family from group me. I saw a bunch of people from your family join Telegram. (laughs) You got notified. (laughs) Anyway, so we'll talk about that a little bit as well. But the new tooth filling experience. So I didn't actually have a cavity, but I did have a a brown spot on the top uh, out. On the outside of my tooth, towards the 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 gum, and it wasn't a cavity, but it was just starting to like wear away. And the mm. hygienist said that it comes from, uh, or it can come from gritting your teeth, Ooh. and just that, that little bit of like grit as, at night, maybe. I, I don't I don't think I do it, 
But I, I have already woke up and realized that, oh, my jaw was kind of clenched. Yeah. And just that little bit of, like, clenching your teeth, it will, like, bend the tooth a little bit and slowly kind of wear that part down. Mm. Okay, you're saying it's close to the gum? Right here. How is how is grinding your teeth yeah, destroying that close destroying to the gum? That part. It, it pivots. The tooth is not – it's a little bit flexible. Hmm. And so it pivots a little bit. As it pivots, it kind of wears that point of the tooth out. Huh. I, you would think that it would wear the. Well, it does that too. It oh, okay. Surface. It does actual the, the <clears throat> surface. Yeah, but I do. I do wear a retainer, so I would have thought um, it wouldn't be as bad. But and, anyway, so this new process is incredible. Um, have you any of you gotten a cavity filled or a, a, in the last few years? Um, I have. The last time now, the last time I got a cavity filled. They, I think, drilled out the tooth, put some kind of paste in there, and used a light mm-hmm. to like harden it. Mm-hmm. That's the last time that I I've, I've done a cavity as yeah. well without actually giving you a shot. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So oh. th- this is all new to me. Oh well, I, I actually usually request to not have shots given. Oh okay. Because I mean, it usually the shot hurts worse than the cavity the, like the drilling. Yeah, you're probably you're right. <laughs> If it's a small cavity, if it's like a root canal, obviously it doesn't work. But if it's a small cavity, it usually like it. It is uh, sensitive. It's not even really painful. It's just sensitive. Mm-hmm. But it usually the shot usually hurts way oh. worse. And then you have to deal with like your face like feeling like it's falling off. Yep. For the next mm-hmm. two days. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. A couple hours, but still. So th- this was new to me. This new process, but I guess maybe it's not new to everyone else. But. So- Ruben, you haven't had a cavity for a long time. No, it's this... probably been 15 years. Ruben, which way did they do it last time for you? Um, they strapped you down into the chair. Yeah, this, yeah. They needed several people in the room to hold you down. <laughs> Good. And then they'd take something that looked like a blowtorch. <laughs> um, actually, no, it's not that. But I, I, I actually don't remember. It's been so long I don't remember, except I do remember getting the shots. Yeah. And I was surprised that that they just started kind of like grinding away a little bit, and it looked like, yeah, he put some kind of like paste on it, and, yeah. and he had a little piece as well mm-hmm. that he was like trying oh. to like fitting on. Oh, a piece. Yeah. So he he kind of glued something on. Yeah, that's what it appeared. Oh, to I, be, I've never seen a piece though. That's what it appeared to me. Yeah. And then he went and like polished it and like shaped yeah. it a little bit to make it. That's cool. Contour. Mm. So like when when I got it, the last cavity I got filled, they just like, actually, you know what. I forget. Well, there, there's two. There's two ways of filling cavities, and the one is the silver way, which is like supposedly really bad for you. Putting like, silver in your tooth, or well, like the the silver cap. The not, sil- not no, silver. just like the but that's mercury. You look in, yeah. You look in somebody's mouth, and you see silver fillings like yeah. all the time. The, oh. it, the mercury is what's bad. Yeah, the mercury is what's bad. But I think that they just kind of like shove in there and wait till it gets hard. Maybe I don't know how that works. Ouch. I'm not sure. I'm not it's either. Like, I don't know, but but. And the other way is like that I've gotten it done is they have this tube, kind of like a toothpaste tube with like a long nozzle on it, and they just squeeze out a little bit of the stuff, and it comes out like kind of like a gel, and then they like smooth it out and they harden it with a light and then they grind it flush. Mm-hmm. But I've never had them like stick something else on. Maybe that was just a piece that he had that was just for reference for the color. Because he did have a couple, couple different colors he could oh. use. So maybe he didn't actually put a piece on there. Mm. I was going to watch a YouTube video afterwards to kind of see 
more about the process of getting fillings. Hmm. But hmm. you don't need to get shots anymore when you go get your teeth filled. Shots are unnecessary. If you go to the dentist like every six months or every year, you your cavities are usually not bad enough to need a shot. Yeah. What you can do, you can they do have laughing gas that you can put on your nose, and that takes no pain, but you still... I don't know. Don't feel the pain there as much. Yeah. If it is more serious than just a small cavity. You're high. Yeah. All right. So I want to talk about my new video series called uh, Profile Photos for Dummies and why it's such a big need in in society. I've actually talked about this before. On yeah, the, you on, have. The, on the podcast. Yeah. The whole uh, – people don't realize what profile photos are for. Your profile photo is so that someone can look at it and see who you are. Yeah. But a lot a lot of people totally misuse that profile photo. The most common mistakes is that uh, it's a picture of something else, like an animal. Yeah. Or, mm. or a picture of an entire family. Mm. Yeah. And they're expecting me to decipher who it is that we're talking about in right. the profile mm-hmm. photo, if I can even see it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's really easy. It doesn't even really need a, a, a video series. It's really easy. All, all you need to do is just take a photo of yourself with only you in the photo and then zoom in so that just the top of your head down to where <laughs> if you're wearing a shirt, a button shirt or a three-button shirt, down to where the three buttons uh, stop. And, and that's all you need to do. And then you have a profile photo that people can recognize who you are, mm-hmm. and that's it. I see. So I'm not sure what so, to, yeah. what I should list this video series for, how much it should cost. Uh, I mean, I think it could be pretty cheap. Maybe I it's think, like $10. I think you should sell it to the government so that they can force every person on the planet to go through it. You could charge a penny. Oh, there we go. And you would make a ton of money. Uh, yeah, you could. I, since I'm Ruben's brother, he enforced this on my family, mm. uh, this last Sunday. And let me tell you, it did not turn out well. It went to the opposite. It went to like the extreme of what he was trying to say, ah. where just the circle from your eye, eyebrows to your bottom of your mouth is in the picture. Ah. And so I don't think if you enforce this, number one, people will listen. And two, I don't think people will pay. Well, you're right. There was some reaction to my suggestion. <laughs> but at least I can still look at the the profile photos. And and I, I can see who it is. Yeah. Even if it's way closer than it needs to be. What if you would just like have a, an identifying characteristic of your body? Like for somebody, it would be their forearm. And for another person, it might be their ear that sticks really far out from their head. Hmm. Or maybe their eye, which is like really odd. You know, maybe they have a, maybe they have a, an eye that's like wandering uh, green, <laughs> like off. Oh, it's like off to <laughs> yeah, the side of that, like that. <laughs> or maybe their eye is like green uh, with like some black stripes in it or something, oh, you know, okay. something weird. So find the weird part of someone's body and then yeah. just use that. And please like only parts that other people can see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we don't want to see that mole on your butt. <laughs> make group messaging great again by updating your profile photo, where it's something that people can recognize. Now, Ruben, how do you feel about people 
that have a profile photo that is them with their uh, uh, non-same gendered spouse. They're okay. So, so, so let's say let's say I have a profile picture that's me and my wife, and I think that from my name, you could tell that I'm a guy. And so you would know that from the picture, <laughs> I'm the guy in the picture. Well, I don't know what picture you're referring to, but no, I'm against that too, Jeff, because I don't want to look at the name. I just want to look at the picture and make the connection. Mm. What but do right, you think? Right now on Telegram, Jeff, you don't have a profile photo at all. I don't. That's right. Ruben, what do you think of on Facebook where there is a couple that has a joined account like yeah. it says yeah i know what you mean like nicholas and cassandra hosteller there is only one person using that account you know that there is yeah that's true false jeff false i only have one account that says nicholas host on my facebook and yet me and my wife both use it does she not have facebook no she doesn't say so, so what then well then she should have her own account but but you but do i don't you like joint it? accounts because do you have it nicholas and cassandra no no, just Nicholas. Nicholas, yeah. I don't like joint accounts because you don't know who you're messaging. Or who I know. I don't. I don't. I don't like yeah. it either. All right. Now the one, the ones that are really hard to me are like uh, if you have Merle Mary Stoltzfus. Now, are they trying to say that they are <laughs> Merle and Mary Stoltzfus jointly operating the account, or is this Merle Mary? I think it's Merle Mary. I think so, yeah. too. <laughs> and for those of you who aren't Mennonite, sorry, you don't understand that. But Merle Mary um, is is Mary, the wife of Merle. Yeah. It's kind of like... Uh, you might have James Mary and you might have Merle Mary. Hmm. You were saying is, that, kind of, is that kind of like uh, in JavaScript, Jeff, where when you're trying to like get to an object, you like... You butt them beside each other, and you can kind of drill down inside because the, there's objects inside objects. Yeah, I'm just learning some some. Coding. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like it's actually pretty modern, if you think about it. Yeah, it's object oriented, <laughs> object oriented uh, naming, naming for uh, families, family naming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, yes. Nicholas. Well, do you want to? What's your your uh, far, campfire tip? My campfire tip. Um, it all begins couple weeks ago i went over to jeff's house um for a campfire and earlier that day was raining well it's not very good to have wet uh wood for a campfire it doesn't start oh yeah so i get to jeff's house in the evening that's a problem that a lot of people have because wood it's not really something you'd want to store inside because it's just wood Mm -hmm. usually doesn't make sense to use up garage space or shed space mm-hmm. so i get it that it gets it's out in the elements and gets wet yeah well i mean they they survive outside yeah. you know so i get a jess you want free range firewood exactly it's healthier um i get a jess and i start thinking to myself or i know i ask him i said jeff do we use this wood which was sitting outside it was raining is wet i said do we use this wood he says no come inside so I follow him inside the house, into the kitchen, and he, the oven is running at a, I don't know what heat it is. He opens the door oven, and there is wood inside drying. He's literally 
Uh, he's baking his his wood so it's dry, so that we could have a campfire. I think it was set at like 400, maybe. Were Don't you, do this in a gas <laughs> furnace, guys. Were you worried that it was going to start on fire? No. This is the worst part, you though. You could put that wood, it was so wet that you could have oh. put it oh, okay, in yeah. a fire, and it would probably not have started. He left the he left it in the inside of the oven and baking, and he went to a different place with his wife. <laughs> like, he was gone yeah. from his house, <laughs> and the wood is baking inside the oven. <laughs> And it actually worked out. It it, it was dry. Did it dry it, was, it out? It was perfectly dry. It was. What's your insane? recipe? Like how hot and how long? I did it at <laughs> four hundred for a few hours. <laughs> yeah, it was like four hundred for maybe an hour, hour and a half. Okay. And it's not like it's not hot enough to start the wood on fire. It has to be like five, six hundred till it actually will start the wood on fire. Now, down by your coils, it might be hotter. Yeah. Or if you have a gas furnace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely, definitely don't do it with the gas. But with the combination of uh, there being enough space in between the coils and the wood itself and the fact that the wood was wet, it was not able to even remotely start. There was no smoke or anything. Yeah. But when I did open the door, a big pile of steam came out. Like I just that. I was hit with a wall <laughs> of steam. And the inside of my oven was like all – like coated with moisture yeah from condensation that came out of the wood and, and the insane. oven smelled like like the oh, wood it smelled like, like wood yeah yeah so next time you bake something i might have like a tint of throw some wood in there yeah. and can get, get some wood flavored yeah so yeah. if if you want to have a campfire and it's raining outside don't fear because just put it in the oven let it dry and there you go all right that's a good tip all right well is there anything else to talk about before we wrap up today's episode uh telegram Telegram, yes. Oh, my. So, Jeff, well, what was the problem with GroupMe? I famously am the person who started GroupMe. I mean, not actually like creating the app, but got people onto it. Yeah, well, GroupMe is great. The, the one key feature of GroupMe that really was helpful, and this was GroupMe was around before pretty much anything. Like before WhatsApp was really a thing mm-hmm. in our community. Now, WhatsApp might have been a thing independently, but it was very popular Eight years ago, mm-hmm. uh, probably longer than that. I mean, it's been popular for a long time. So, GroupMe is a group messaging app, um, and the the unique thing about GroupMe is that it is designed so that it also works with people that are texting on a regular phone. So, if you have a dumb phone, you can be added to a GroupMe group like WhatsApp. You can't WhatsApp to a dummy phone or Facebook Messenger because you have to have a a smartphone in order to interact mm. with that. So GroupMe got around that by whenever you sent a message on the group, then it would send individual text messages out to its sub-users. Or likewise, if somebody texted to this GroupMe number, it would message to the rest of the group, mm-hmm. um, whether they were on the app or on a, a dumb phone. Well, over the past, I would say six months, uh, I've noticed I still had been using GroupMe's uh, SMS because their app was never that great at loading messages. It wasn't really ever that great. Even if you had kind of like spotty data, it would just not come through and you wouldn't get notified. Um, and when you load a picture on the app, it's kind of slow. Videos, you can barely watch videos because they're just slow to load. But it worked, okay? And... I liked the SMS because when when you got a text message of a video, it would actually send you a link to watch it online that was much faster 
to respond than mm. the actual app. And so I used that. But I've noticed over the past like six months that the SMS messages, sometimes uh, when the long messages sent on GroupMe, it needs to get split up into multiple SMSs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they get sent uh, at irregular intervals so and, and maybe out of order. And also some of them would never come through. So whenever uh, GroupMe splits a message up, let's say into four messages, when you get an, a text message version of it, it'll say, okay, this is message one of four, two of four, three mm-hmm. of four, four mm-hmm. of four. Well, you might get one of four, three of four, and four of four in that order, but two of four never came through. Mm. And so there's already mm. some issues there. Then, uh, more recently, uh, we've just had issues with um, getting people added to groups. So usually an admin of a group me group can add somebody to a group. Now, there's always been some kind of technical difficulties with that. There is with any platform, mm-hmm. really. Um, but adding a person to a group all of a sudden just became impossible. It was literally impossible for someone to add another person to a group, and it was just very random. And that happened across all the groups that I know of for the past maybe three months. Mm. And it's just, and so we use this messaging app at work, GroupMe, and we use it for communicating with all their employees. Mm. Hey, guys, the power's out at work. Don't come in. We won't pay you. You know, because there's mm-hmm. nothing to do because yep. the power's out. You know, yep. that kind of message. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or, or hey, uh, I've got a bike. My kid outgrew his bike and I want to sell it. Who wants it? Gotcha. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it really stinks when you hire new employees and can't add them to the mm-hmm. group. And they're and, Amish. And, and, well, that too, but oh. that's a separate issue. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, so, so we had a case where we hired a, a new guy and literally, Nobody is able to add him to any of the groups at all. What? Like the app won't let you. Does he have the app? Yeah, yeah. He Still has the not. App and it's just, it just, it will not let wow. you add him. You hit the plus button and he and he click add, and it just kind of goes away and nothing happens. What the world? So there's issues with it. Um, there's also something to do with data limits. They used to have like uh, a limit of like 400 messages per month per group or something like that, uh, but who knows <clears throat> that kind of I don't think we ever hit that limit but it, we came close a couple times um so what were some of the things that that we were looking for that made us yeah. choose telegram cuz cuz we looked at probably six different we, yeah a lot of different ones. options yeah so i mean the obvious first choice was whatsapp because a lot of people use whatsapp and whatsapp is is very well built it works Better than text messaging even. Like you think that a text message is a very small amount of data, but a WhatsApp message can get through to people with bad cell reception better than a text message can. And so it's actually very popular um, internationally um, just because, you know, the the rest of the world does not have great cell service like we do here in the U.S. And so in, in Central America, it's just the thing that you use because it just works. Like it just works very well. Um and also it uses your phone data. It does require a smartphone, but it uses data, which is often um, sold in larger packages than SMS messages in other countries as well. So it's like very common in, in um, Europe to be able to get an unlimited data plan 
but still have a limited text message. Mm, that is weird. Which is really mm. weird. It's backwards. Here in the U.S., it's unlimited calls, unlimited text, but this many gigs of data. Yeah. And so it's it's, it's weird. Anyways, <clears throat> which that might be changing in other countries as well, but either way, it's just it was always the better option. So that was the obvious first choice. Um, but there were some issues with it, and, like, you couldn't react to messages. Um, it did require everyone to get a... Well, regardless all, all of what the options we, chose, we looked at, would require everyone. It requires everyone to to get it, but and then there's also no way to. But uh, the other thing is too. At this point, everyone who has a phone has a smartphone at PWI. Yes, and the only people that don't are people that are Amish who don't have cell phones at all. Right. So mm-hmm. it wasn't an issue anymore. Of we need something that works on SMS. <laughs> it just right. We just needed anyone that had a phone. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So we decided to switch. Ultimately, to the Telegram, but it outweighed WhatsApp in just a few key ways that made it worth it. Um, uh, there, there are a couple different group options for for Telegram. Um, there, there are these things called announcement groups, which there is in WhatsApp actually, um, but um, Telegram does it a little bit differently. Um, they call them channels, and when you create a channel, like for announcements, let's say. Uh, we're, we're using a messaging group here at PWI, and we actually have a couple different messaging groups, right? So so we're using uh, a messaging group for all the office employees. We're using a messaging group for all the engineers. We're using a messaging group for all the uh, on-site installation crew. Mm-hmm. We're using a different messaging group for uh, the electrical crew, you know, people that need to communicate with each other without bothering everybody else. Mm-hmm. But when you have a company-wide message, what happens? You have to post that message to every single group Mm. and in group me and whatsapp you have to do that manually but with telegram you can create these things called channels and channels can be linked to individual groups so that when you send a message on the channel it also posts it in all of the other groups and not only does that but it also pins it and pinning a message makes so that it's always accessible by tapping the top of the screen. Um, there's a section for pinned messages in each group, and you can tap on that, and then that lets you go to it. It also gives you metrics, how many people saw the, the message, how many people interacted with it. How do um, you see how many people saw the message? Because I just saw the check mark. It shows a check mark if multiple people saw it. So uh, that's in... In channels specifically, so okay, if you're so in the not, so not in yeah. normal, me- okay. Are you in the test channel for PWI? Yes. All right. So if you look at each message there, you can. There's a little eye icon that says how many people saw it. Okay. And then any replies to it show up as a comment um, to, to channels. So channels are made for like creators as well. So like, let's say uh, Ruben, you just wanted to. It's kind of like a Twitter feed. You wanted to just. Give updates about courses that you're doing. Hey, subscribe to my Telegram channel. Okay. Uh, you can get any updates. So anybody can subscribe. They can be like public or private. <clears throat> Anyways. The other big thing that we that won us over with Telegram was uh, the ability to react to messages. You cannot do that in WhatsApp, um, which, which is honestly something that's really lacking, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can reply to messages, but you can't react to them. So you can't like thumbs up or thumbs down or whatever. But in Telegram, you can, and it's very well done. It's even better than GroupMe because you can have different, yeah. different reactions. Yeah, GroupMe, you can just like something. And I do I do <clears> like, <throat> you can limit the available reactions, yes. which is really helpful because yeah. 
Because there's 16 reactions. Yeah, which is probably too many. You, you yeah. may just want, depending on what you're using, you may just want a thumbs up, thumbs down. And a heart. And I think, and I, I, think I actually, in, and the a PWI, yeah. in the PWI <laughs> office group, I actually limited the number of reactions to, yeah, there's only 10. Okay. So I knocked six of them off. Um, which it could probably be knocked down even more, but that's it's it's fine. No, mm-hmm. no issues there. Then there's one more key feature that we wanted. So, so we're a growing company. PWI has over 100 employees now. And managing all those employees and all the groups that they're part of is just a, a pain. Okay, so, so when there's 12 people, if a new guy gets hired, it's really easy to just, oh, new guy hired, oh, yeah, let's add him to the group. Or if somebody gets fired, they're, you know, kick him off the group. But... What if there's 100 people in eight different departments and there's one person managing the group? How is he supposed to know when a new guy starts or when somebody should be added to this group or that group or whatever? So we wanted to be able to automate that. And so that's a, that's a feature that actually I'm working on is um, you can actually connect some web services with your Telegram groups in order to automatically add and remove members from groups as you need to. Yeah, that's very neat. So is that is that based on their email address or their phone number? I think it's their phone number. I have not okay. set up the integrations okay. yet, so I'm not sure, but I believe that it's going to be through their phone number. Okay. That's, I think, the only way that they can really be seen. So uh, in Telegram, just like WhatsApp, the person will show up by their phone number, or if you have them in your contacts list, it will um, it will show their name for the contact. Um, so... So it yeah. definitely is definitely a great replacement for family group messaging uh, or church group messaging because it works yeah. it works so much better than GroupMe. GroupMe is it's, so buggy. It's smooth. It's fast. Yeah. Uh, you can have 200,000 people in a group. Yeah. You can also, uh, one really nice thing is when you add people to groups, you can turn on that new people can see any messages that were already sent. Oh, that's a setting. Yes. So in, oh. in WhatsApp... Uh, when you add somebody to a group, uh, the WhatsApp groups are amazing. They're they're actually really really well done. Um, but when you add somebody to a group in WhatsApp, they can only see any messages that were sent after they were added. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But with Telegram in the settings, you can actually turn on that the chat history is available to, to everybody. I see. So as soon as you join, mm. you get the full history of the chat. I see. Which is really nice. That is uh, cool. And also, admins of groups can delete messages off of it so if somebody oh. uh drunk texts or something on the message or or sends something you know to the wrong group it can be deleted by somebody else uh you can also edit your own messages so if you made a typo instead of having to just like type something again you could actually go and edit an existing message in telegram yeah wow you know that's all cool i struggle with any group texting app especially whatsapp because i feel like whatsapp is trying to become like instagram like you can do stories now in whatsapp can't you Uh, yeah and i just like don't try that hard whatsapp i think think they did that to compete with Snapchat. snapchat oh that makes more sense but and they were not owned by meta at that time oh which now they are which is another reason why people don't like it is is that it's owned by Meta, which is the parent company for Facebook. Um, so, and what's who owns Telegram? 
Telegram. Oh, just their yeah. personal. And I know so we there's people out there that are big fans of Signal. Have you heard of Signal? Ah, oh, man, I don't know if I have. Signal is a competitor to Telegram, to Telegram, and it's like all like encrypted data and all that, and it's like very secure, supposedly. Uh, mm. Telegram, you can have these things called secret chats, which is encrypted back and forth messages, but group messages are not by default encrypted. Um, so the Telegram servers can can see what's in those messages. Okay. And they have to do that, I think, to be able to search through. Same with WhatsApp. They have to be able to, if you want to search in any chat, and you have to be able to like index that data. Um, anyways. So we've talked a lot about group messaging. Maybe there's another app that, or, or like type of app that you have a question about. Maybe like, uh, are you curious about our favorite calendar app? Or something yeah. something else like that. So if you have a favorite, or if you have a type of app you're curious to get our input on, then send us a message, leave a comment, let us know. Because we do spend a lot of time you know, on different apps and uh, websites and using technology to improve our lives. Yeah. Well, what, one quick thing I wanted to say about Signal specifically. So people people praised Signal because it wasn't you know owned by anybody, and it's more secure, and it, all the data is encrypted back and forth. Well, um, Signal is not, and I think Telegram is maybe a little bit like this too. But Signal is not a like a, a big company. And so they don't have a ton of funding. It's actually an open source project, um, meaning that anybody on the web can contribute actively to the development of Signal. It's like you know, kind of a free to use, free to help develop. Open source projects are awesome. But when it comes to sending secure data, open source projects aren't that great because the thing that makes them great is that everybody can see how they're made, Right. And and it and the data is public, and the thing that makes them terrible at security is the fact that the source code is public, and so literally like somebody some some uh, hacking firm overseas like went onto the Signal open source project, looked through it, found a vulnerability, and exposed all Signal messages that were ever sent. Oh boy! So they just they found a loophole that you know companies like so. People are like very anti, like, hey, Facebook is collecting my data. I don't want that to happen. And I get that. But but would you rather have Facebook have your data or the entire world having your data? That's that's my question, I guess. Um, so, and sometimes there is a third option. Sometimes there is a third option. You're right. You're 100% right. And I'm not saying that you should necessarily use WhatsApp or something that you don't like just because of that. But, like, it's... The companies that have good messaging apps like Snapchat, WhatsApp, all that, have a lot of funding, meaning that they can spend a lot of money on developing secure communication, um, which which is not possible for uh, open source projects or things like that. Anyways, that's my end of my rant. <laughs> all right. Any closing comments from anyone? No. Nicholas, um... What's the point? Uh, the point is PWI is switching to Telegram. Ruben has not got a filling for over a couple years. Fifteen. Fifteen years. If you want dry wood, put it in the oven at 400 for a few hours. 
That's it. All right. Jeff, what's our word of the week? <sighs> Can't be two words. Sure. Try wood. <laughs>